Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Aaron Carr Skincare. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a clip show. What? Yes. Jack needs a break from editing uh, because uh, these episodes take a while to put together. And um, it's the end of the year. And yeah, Yeah. Daddy needs a vacation. I feel it. I feel I'm stoked that we've been at this long enough to have uh, compiled some good stuff. So at this point, Mm -hmm. this will be episode. Hold on. I can can tell you, I think. Mm -hmm. At this point, we will have done... Prior to today, we will have done 26 episodes. Yeah. 26 hour plus episodes. Wow. Of our podcast that we debuted Pride Weekend mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a ton of fun. Totally. Uh, we had a live show. It, like 26 hours, that's a day. Like it's a full day of talking about right. sex lives in, in, in mostly fun ways, but also in poignant ways and right. all, all of the above. So we have a lot of favorite guests. We have a lot of favorite moments. We have a lot of favorite segments. And that's what we're going to do to wrap up the year. We're going to do a wrap-up this week. We're going to do a wrap-up next week, a part two. So um, we have thought long and hard about some of our favorite just – I love all of our segments, but some of our just absolute favorite segments. And we're going to replay those for you today. Um, JJ, why don't you start us off with your – What's one of your favorite segments? Sure. Uh, so I'll do a callback to episode two. <laughs> that was, uh, so episode two is my van story. <laughs> I was so nervous to tell that story and I'm super glad I did. So that's that, definitely, it makes it makes the rank. That, that, so are, you told it to me mm-hmm. when we sat down to discuss, do we want to do a podcast? Right. I thought I was off the record. <laughs> right. And then I said, no, we putting this on the record. That is. Because the- this story is wild yeah and it was another exercise in 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 um i don't know being genuine and candid and authentic and just kind of like ripping right uh you know just just being real so that was that was back in july so that's been a while so uh uh ladies and gentlemen for your listening submitted for your approval uh please enjoy jj's minivan adventure yeah all right so uh this happened so right now we're recording and it is, uh, what month are we in right now? We're in April. We're in April. Yes. So this was within the month. One of the very first days in New York City that was 60 degrees outside. You know, we've had winter and we're all anxious to get outside and kind of enjoy the sun. Finally, a 60 degree day. So I decided I'm going to not make plans with anyone. I'm going to go to the park and sit in the sun and get a cup of coffee and just kind of people watch or journal or, you know, do whatever I want in a very like relaxed way. I live in Bed-Stuy, by the way, so I was walking to Herbert Von King Park. Um, Would you like to tell uh, listeners your exact address? No. Okay. Just, you know, <laughs> that's enough. I um, Just to give, I don't know, I want to build the world a little bit. I'm walking to Herbert Von King Park. Paint us a picture, JJ. Yes. Herbert Von King Park, 60 degree day, not too many clouds in the sky. I have my headphones on and I'm probably, I'm listening to like another podcast. And I'm, uh, it's probably... It's not the quickest walk to the park. I wanted to stroll for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I finally am crossing the street into the park. And like I said, I had my headphones on. And then there's a person who's kind of 
waving at me, gesturing to ask a question. I am just glad to hear that that happens to other people because I wear these headphones that you're currently looking at me mm-hmm. having duty. on, which are heavy duty, leave me the fuck alone headphones. Uh, I usually also have a hat, uh, a hoodie, and I'm walking a dog and by God, everyone on the street wants to talk to me. It still occurred to me, like, as this person was waving at me, I was like, ugh, what? what's not? What, what, is about, what about this says I'm open for general conversation? But the other thought that crosses my mind is, oh, this person might, like, apparently, maybe their stakes are high enough that this is worth it to them, that they need to get my attention. Of course. So I uh, pull off the headphones, and I'm like, hi, what's up? And this person's like, hi, excuse me, I'm sorry, are you from around here? Uh, I'm looking to get to Ralph Avenue. Now, I... I- Okay, so other than other than needing directions to Ralph Avenue, is there anything like well, describe this person to us? <laughs> this person is I. Ugh, I should have educated myself on more vocabulary about the clothing, I believe, because I don't know any technical words. I'm sorry in advance. This person was an Orthodox Jewish man. Um, he was by his van, I think, making like a delivery or something. Uh, but yeah, he he had the black and white uh, outfit on, full long sleeves, even though the day was. The, one of the first days that I got to kind of like, you know, sure. roll my sleeves up. And um, he had a hat and the curly hair, which has a name. And I, I am yeah, ashamed. Yeah, I can't remember either. And, and to be clear, we're describing this because, like, that's in New York, that's actually probably pretty common. It, yes. But for other, other listeners, the, like, this would, like, when I grew up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, for me, that's like being signaled by an Amish person is sort of like my, yeah. like, corollary to that experience where it's like, Oh, oh, you're talking to me. This I don't regularly interact with someone of this community. Okay. So that's why we're we're telling it that it is a cross community um interaction with a stranger. Right. And he is approaching from a windowless van. Continue. I uh no, he 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 was on the sidewalk and he asked where Ralph Avenue was and if I could help him out. And I, you know, had I I was familiar with Ralph Avenue, and so I was like, yes, but let me give you the most direct route. And I pulled my phone out to pull out the map app map app out. And, uh, which also, again, yeah. do we, in my situation, it would make sense if an Amish person didn't have a phone. We all have phones. Okay. Like, I do not understand asking anybody for directions. Okay. Because, the, like, it's like, can you Google that for me? Like, we all have it. Sure. We all have it. I, you, you don't need another person for, right, this, right. for this for this interaction, unless you're literally like, oh, wait, is this the street or is this the street? My sense of, like, I think this comes from, like, being, I don't know, improv teaches you to justify. So I was like, oh, maybe his phone's dead. Like, I have, like, immediately an answer for why, you know, I need to stop what I'm doing. And also, I hadn't, I wasn't, like, I wasn't on my way to meet someone. I wasn't, there was no deadline to meet. I was mm-hmm. strolling and mm-hmm. I was going to the park. So, hey, here's an opportunity to help this stranger. Right. Um, <laughs> I so I'm on my phone, and he he does clock that. He notices it and acknowledges, like, "Oh my gosh, you're so nice. Thank you so much for stopping and helping me." And um, I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, there's some nice people. I'm happy to help." And I'm typing in Ralph Avenue, and if you do that, it's going to bring up like the Ralph Avenue train stop. It's going to bring up like the Ralph Avenue consignment store, the Ralph Avenue body shop. And I was kind of scrolling, trying to find the direct route just straight up to Ralph Avenue. And I was having a little bit, a bit of a trouble. So I'm fidgeting with my phone for a sec and I'm letting him know like, oh, sorry, hold on. And uh, he's like, oh, it's OK. But can I can I ask you a personal question? And here is where my alarm bell immediately goes off. A stranger has asked me for directions and now needs... So my... If I didn't have the visual, I would have assumed you were speaking to 
a an unhoused person who was about to ask you for money. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have thought this is because it's usually they're like, oh, can you have me directions? Yeah, you know, I just need a tube dollars to get on the bus. You know, it's always something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where my but but because this is someone with a vehicle and making deliveries, like so so I don't have a justification for why anyone would need to ask me mm-hmm. a personal question. Sure, but continue. My and let me tell you, whenever that happened, my immediate thought was, oh, um, I wonder if this is going to be a religious kind of evangelist oh. experience i was ready oh. i like my knee-jerk reaction yeah. is he's going to talk to me about god like yeah. i just was ready for that and i was bracing myself for that specifically uh-huh didn't think of that yeah okay that yeah makes sense. and um i so you know that's that came out in the tone i remember answering like sure <laughs> and um just kind of ready for the worst or at least you know what i could anticipate to be the worst and um he said are you are you gay or straight or whatever and I, especially with like the adage of like, or whatever, I was ready for the worst again. And I, I was, you know, I, oh, you want a damn gaze? Yeah. And I was, I, I remember I was wearing like a big flowy uh, You look like a faggot. I did. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing a big flowy sweater. I'm just wondering. And I had like tight pants on, I'm pretty sure. And I had, I had like a bag. I had like a bag that I carry, but it's not like a backpack. It's like a, a arm bag. Yeah. A, a notable fashion attire of the gays. Yes. Yeah. It was like a purse. And, um. <laughs> I so he clocked your merch yes. and said, "Do you suck dick?" He one hundred percent did. Cool. And, um, I I was like, "Oh God, yeah, I'm gay." Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like try and fib my way out. Like whatever my anticipations were coming next, I decided to stay with honesty. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gay," and I was like, I, in my head, I'm thinking, "Is that a problem?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, which I would have verbalized, right? Because I'm aggressive. But continue. No, I I said, "Yep, I'm gay," and he said, "Oh, okay." Um, you know what? That's, that's totally fine. I actually feel better about that. Which is when I was like, interesting. Totally fine. So the totally fine is always, always sort of like, oh, thank you for your permission. Uh, but then, but that makes me feel more mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. I have no words. Continue. And in that moment, I was like, oh, you know what? It's 2021. Nice. This, you know, Orthodox Jewish man is uh, comfortable with me being a gay man. More comfortable more comfortable now that i'm not straight um and i you know but i'm on my feet and i don't know exactly what that means i don't know anything so your feet much longer (laughs) and i'm on my phone still fidgeting by the way so the whole entire time i'm like fuck not ralph train state ralph avenue train station not whatever and still like am i i'm kind of like blushing and like what's going on what 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 and he's like yeah no it makes me more comfortable um i hope this isn't too much to say but you're you're pretty handsome can I see you without the mask on? And I kind of like smiled, leaned back a little bit and kind of like flashed him my face really quick. And he's like, wow, you're really, really handsome. And like, oh my gosh, this guy is, uh, you know, flirting with me now. And it's so, uh, I don't know, like it's sort of refreshing because I wasn't anticipating that. I was expecting it to be judgmental. And he's actually just kind of like, he's expressing his attraction, which he's not allowed to do regularly, perhaps. And I, I was, yeah, I don't, and, I don't know. Right. I'm also, a lot of this is going to be speculation and, yes, and assumption. Speculation. But, um, but, so, but at okay. no point at this juncture mm-hmm. has it entered your mind mm-hmm. that this, this meet cute, mm-hmm. um, is in any way preplanned is a, 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 um, a, a a regular occurrence of this gentleman. It, it, you think that this is just like a spontaneous moment that has just unfolded 
by the hand of fate. I will say in the moment, I was very much like this. A, it's all happening. Yeah, I, I was thinking this is a present moment and I don't think it's too. Um, I, I Well, like because there would have been so many opportunities for it to, to you know, be be an ending conversation like really quickly. Like, hey, sorry, I can't. I'm not going to help you find Raleigh Avenue. Hey. Oh, I don't know. It's I know it's that way. It's West. I think if you just head West right. or eventually like whatever, like there is a lot of opportunity to just end the thing and just be whatever. So the fact that it had gotten that far was now just, yeah, I don't know. It was a full moment that I'm like down to observe and just kind of like, you know, be like, what is this person? What do they want? Right. Where at this moment I would have Ralph Avenue in my mouth. Continue. <laughs> I, um, I, you know, so where were we? I, I um, you uh, took off your face mask in the middle of a pandemic yeah. to smile at a stranger. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And then I, I put my mask back on, and he starts to compliment me more and just say, "Oh, you're so handsome." Oh, I hope it's not too much for me to say. And I'm kind of laughing, saying, "Oh no, no, you're fine. Don't worry. That's a compliment. I appreciate it." And then he, uh, he's like, "Can I tell you, my heart is beating so fast right now." And I was like, "What? Are you okay? Like, what's wrong?" I mean. I do like that he's constantly, all of his engagements with you are always a, he's asking permission to take the next step of his Mm -hmm. carefully curated plan. Mm -hmm. Um, So everything's, can I ask you? Can I do this? Can I, Mm -hmm. can I, like he is Mm -hmm. asking for your consent to every step, which you know what is the nicest, nicest way to be creepy. Um, (laughs) And continue. I, uh, you know, is still like, blushing at all of this attention and he was like my heart is beating so fast mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like holding he's holding on his own chest and saying I can feel it through like my eight layers of clothes and I'm like what the fuck are you doing wearing eight layers in in a 60 degree day or whatever and he was like do you want to do you want to can I show you and he like grabbed my hand and put it on his chest and I could feel his heart definitely you know just thumping like you'd expect someone who's very nervous and so I was like are you okay that's a lot and I mean I'm also kind of nervous and blushy and kind of suspicious and very like okay this is uh progressing i put my hands on a person like it's very uh uh what what mm-hmm. and um finally i find the quickest route to ralph avenue so i let him know okay you're gonna go down six blocks and that's, then that's the episode title quickest way to ralph avenue oh my god okay so you go down six blocks and then you're gonna turn left and just keep going till you get to ralph avenue it's probably you know five long avenue drives mm. um something like that i can't remember if, if you know Herbert Von King, then you know. But anyway, um, I, I found it. I showed him on my phone. I, um, I, yeah, I, I was ready to kind of like show him and kind of end the moment and be like, that was sweet. Like mm-hmm. I got this guy to flirt with me a little bit or whatever. Or he, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. get him to, but he he offered that up and mm-hmm. that was cool. And uh, so our, we're ending our moment. He's like, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. And then, you know, the last moment I'm, thinking about coffee and he's like can i ask you one more personal question okay and here we go he lets me know i don't want to i don't want to be strange i don't want it to be weird i don't want to upset you i it's kind of personal and at this point i'm very like my i have one foot out the door already i'm like okay i'm already you know i came here for the park and i don't know what this is uh and so i told him this is what i said i said you can ask whatever question, but my answer, I'll be honest, like, I don't know. If I don't want to answer, then I won't, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. I think you're skipping a part of the story that okay, I remember what's you telling me. What? Um, unless you're getting, and this is, this. I don't think this is what you're getting to, but wasn't there something about his gaze? 
Oh my God, yes. Okay. This is important. Yeah. This is important. So Thank we haven't you. gotten to this yet. We're still getting the Ralph Avenue together. So, um, okay, like backtrack a little bit. He's It's whenever he tells me that I'm handsome and I show him my face and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, my heart's racing. Mm-hmm. Within that, he also is like, I'm, I'm on my phone not looking and making eye contact with him, but he's like kind of looking me up and down, sizing me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, thank you so much for helping me and you're so handsome and I can't stop looking at you and you know where I'm looking. And I... <laughs> It was so you know immediately, where I, yeah, I, you know, had like a knee jerk reaction where I just kind of like seized a little bit and I was like, what? This is so incredibly forward, but at the same time, so like reserved and consent, like he's doing both. Like he's asking, he's being aggressive while also kind of like. And your attitude, you're just like a, you're like a. A melting giddy schoolgirl at this point. I mean, You're just I'm, like fully flattered and like warm and like what is ha- what is happening? I'm flattered, but I'm also kind of suspicious, and I'm th- like right. there's a little bit of everything going on. A little danger, on. a little yeah. Whereas my initial knee jerk reaction is I don't think Dick's kosher, buddy. Um, <laughs> but okay, right? Uh, it might not be kosher, but that you know the appetite isn't always for something kosher, you know. And um, I <laughs> if we're gonna sin, let's just sin. Right. <laughs> I mean. Again, I know nothing about the views of... I'm just making assumptions. Yeah. So he asks if he can... So, okay, that happened. I find Ralph Avenue. I get him on his way. And then last moment, there's like a hanging question of, can I ask you one more personal question? I say, okay, just ask it. I don't know what I'll answer. And he says, I think I'm about to get into the back of my van first and jack off. Do you want to watch... And I looked at him, and I thought about my day, and I said, sure. Great. So this is where, as JJ was initially retelling the story to me at our coffee, Mm -hmm. that I realized that this had to be on the podcast. Because (laughs) I think it's important for JJ, for all of us, for listeners, feel free to to message him, um, for, uh, for JJ to realize what we were all taught, hopefully, as children, which is that you don't go into the back of a windowless van with a stranger who picks you up off the street. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, here's okay. I could defend myself all day long and say we're in a um, mm-hmm. stressful situation where you know decision making is kind of different than it normally would be. Oh, I mm-hmm. haven't had the same interactions with penis that I normally might would have. And also, okay, can I also say, this man was uh, probably a good four inches shorter than I was. His kind of demeanor was very apologetic and, um, like, sensitive to my feelings. And all of that also kind of reassured me that, oh, this person is actually just kind of desperate to uh, express himself in a way that he's not able to express himself otherwise. And that was that is where my mind kind of had him, the story that I was telling myself about him. So you have painted yourself in the role mm-hmm. of his, like, you are going to give him mm-hmm. the gay experience that he certainly doesn't have in the back of that van at least twice a week uh, with an unsuspecting I, passing stranger. And I will say at this point, I still didn't know if this was a game that he played or if this was a character that he put mm-hmm. on to get, you know, action or whatever. But I I, I think I was more, I'm, I'm a trusting person. I earnestly thought, like, you know, this isn't his game. This is just something that happened because there's so many chances for me to say no. So why did this? And I was also thinking he asked 
maybe the only right person these questions yeah. just remind me after this podcast okay. i have a lot of headshots of you from over the years okay. which one do you want me to give the nightly news when we're looking for you yeah okay cool well, uh that's this story is not over no it's not okay i said sure mm-hmm. and i um as soon as i the word left my mouth of course i'm also thinking like oh jj what the hell what are you doing but also okay what you're doing the thing you're doing something and so, by the way, it's it's 2 p.m. is whenever I'm trying to go get a coffee and like be in the park. So it's good minivan, uh, good uh, windowless van jerk off time. It's OK. O'clock. By the way, there were there's still windows on the back of the van, which was my th- next thing. I was like, hey, it's so like it's it's out in the open. It's really public out here. I don't feel so good about like the potential of like a person walking by a child walking by when he reassures me like, oh, no, no, no. These windows are very tinted. And I look and they were. And so we... Pers- but but, we, but we, you asked him. I asked what? Didn't you ask him to go... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. I We get into the back of the van, and we were parked on the park, and literally people are walking within 10 feet mm. to get into the park. And that's whenever I immediately decide to like change my mind about um, doing it there. <laughs> so I said, hey, sorry, no, this is so visible. We shouldn't do this right here. Do you want to pull around the corner? You asked him to move to a more secluded location. Yes. You asked I'm your abductor yes. to take you My to the abductor. second location. You know, they say, like, that's the one thing. Don't let them take you to the second location. I know. Then, like, My we're God. never going to find you. I really learned and you nothing. you asked mm-hmm. to be taken. Yeah. Hey, someone's going to catch you if you murder me here. Uh-huh. Like, please, at least do it right. Yeah, you know, hey, go big or go home. Right? No, no, no. I'm not advocating for anyone to make decisions like this, by the no way. No one get in the back of a van no, with a stranger. No, please, no. Don't say, Ugh, that's like my biggest fear is that someone's going to hear this story and think like this is the way to do it. I wanted to start it off with there's so much room to judge me in my decision making because there is. And I could have been hurt. And it crossed my mind. I'm in the back of the van and it's like, it's not a van with like like seats. It's just like a van with a floor and there's a bunch of cardboard boxes that I presume he was delivering. Some plastic tarps so there won't be any mess. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it did occur to me like, what if this guy's got a jackhammer or whatever? Or like a... Wait. A, not a jackhammer. Wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I meant no, like a no, hammer. We're not going to... What if he's... <laughs> Okay, but what if he's got a jacket? <laughs> you know what I meant. Because that's, Oops, that's not my phone. That's, me. that's how he's going to murder you. Oh, I don't know what I What if what? It's a battery. What anyway? If, what if he had a jacket? What, yeah. What if he's got a bulldozer back here? <laughs> I wasn't. You know. But the point Lo is, lo and behold, we soon find out he does have a jacket. You right know, there. I. Uh, <sighs> Wait. No. Then you corrected yourself, and you're like. What if he has a hammer? Because yeah, like, jack- like not a knife, not no. a gun, no. not uh, hammers. Where my brain went, I don't know why. That's so scary. That's just so scary. Knife is too predictable, and like I don't know, hammer would be a little. Ugh. What if he had a hammer? To- all of it's terrifying. It's bad. It's really bad, guys. But I, I um yeah, I wondered if he had a hammer, and so it scared me a little bit. I was like, I pulled out my phone to drop a pin and send to my best friend. Also a good tip, even if you're meeting up with a person from an app, by the way, um, go do it in public. Oh, that's the other thing, by the way. Another sense of security that I had is like, we're in Brooklyn. There's tons of people. I'm going to like kick and like whatever. There's like, I feel a sense of security in New York walking home drunk sometimes because if you're in trouble, someone's going to hear about it and there will be like a a paper trail or like a breadcrumb trail. Do you do, are we not? I know it sounds bad. I'm saying it and I hate it. I mean that the, 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 the. 
I think it was a woman. Oh, apologies if I'm getting this wrong, but the poor woman who was, who the doorman just watched her get beaten on the street. You're right. Yeah, that did happen recently. Yes. Yeah. Um, Two people just watched it happen. Yeah, so that's I true. By so by standards are not always going to, to film to it. Help. You're right. And upload it to Instagram, but they're not going to help you. It's true, you guys. So do not make decisions like I did. I, but I, I'm just, so I'm providing. You are still with us, and you have both kidneys. I do. So let's let's let us know the the happy, the happy ending. All right. Of this story. So. I tell him it's too public. I don't feel comfortable. He's like, okay. And I'm like, let's just just pull around like a corner, because I don't know a residential street where no one's kind of walking. Maybe that's better. So we do, and. Of course, it occurs to me while he's in the driver's seat and the van is moving and I'm sitting on a cardboard box. Oh, fuck. I'm in the back of a van with a stranger on a cardboard box. And that's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, and we drive, uh, I don't know, like a, two minutes maybe. And then there is an open spot that uh, he can park on the street. And it's a, you know, more, more discreet area <laughs> as much as you can be. And then um, he goes to pull into the spot. But as he's doing so, four Orthodox men round the corner in front of us. And I can see them from where I'm sitting. And he doesn't say anything. He just peels out of the spot and keeps going and passes the men and says, sorry, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. And I'm like, I saw what you saw. I understand. And again, like the apologetic energy, the earnestness of this man was kind of, I'm a trusting idiot, but like I totally, I was, I got it. You know, I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, mm. whatever. So we find a more discreet spot. Probably not another four minutes from where we were, which sounds, it's kind of a long time because then like I'm counting every second when I'm in the back of the van, honestly, because I'm also thinking about how far we're going. I'm thinking about how far my apartment is, which the other kind of like redeeming quality is that we're driving in the direction of my apartment from the park. So I'm like, all right, I know, I know where I am, whatever. I'm, 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 I've got power in this situation. Um, And we find a spot, pull over, he hops in the back of the van. And also by this point, I also did clock that the windows are very nice and tinted. So I don't feel as insecure of like someone, even on like the sidewalk. Like I think it's anyway, we're in, we're in a good spot. He gets in the back of the uh, van. And as I'm sure you can imagine by this time, it's going to happen. Uh, but and I also am aware it's, we're in a pandemic and I'm in an enclosed space with uh, a man who is might have a hammer. Might have a hammer. And mm-hmm. also, you know, who knows if either one of us has COVID and can transmit to the other. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about all of this. I'm like, I'm not a good decision maker right now. Anyway, he pulls his Coke can penis out. It's very nice. He's a redhead. Oh, I shouldn't give too many details about him, but there's plenty of redhead Orthodox men. Sure. Probably many with Coke can penises, hopefully. Yeah. And um, he gets to playing with himself. They are God's chosen people. So. And Right. And I um, was very excited about that. Finally get to see a dick in person for a minute. And... Um, I, you know, I'm turned on too, not even just by this man, but by like the scenario. I don't know what is wrong with my sex brain that like a little bit of like spontaneity and adventure is so turn on. Like this is, I'm going to, by the way, submit this to my therapist. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of unpacking to do and hopefully the comment sections or the emails and stuff. Hopefully you guys can help me unpack. That'd be great. But um, I get excited and I join him and I let him kind of grab mine and then I go to grab his, and as soon as I make a fist around his, he makes some noises, and oh, da, 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 da. he uh, has a pretty explosive orgasm, full body, and kind of like hunches, and is just very excited by my touch, and it was, I mean, it was cool to me. I was, you know, I don't know, I kind of am a person who even, I don't mind if someone finishes early, I kind of feel accomplished, and I don't know, I was like, all right, that's done, I cool, 
And then I was like, I'm not going to finish, by the way, but that was fun. And he's like, okay, cool. Let me grab you a napkin because I, you know, I got some on my hand. And um, <laughs> I clean off my hand and he's like, cool, let me get, he gets in the driver's seat and he's like, can I take you back to the park or is that, um, is there anywhere better? I'm like, no, 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 the park's great. That's where I was going to go sit. And so we're, you know, about like seven, eight minutes away from the park. And we have that entire time that I, my brain is just firing off with questions. I'm like, hey, I'm so curious about you. I hope this was okay for you because I don't want this to be like a, you know, something that brings you shame or whatever, but how are you feeling right now? And he lets me know, like, you know, I, uh, I've never been with a man before and I never, I didn't get clarification if that means he's never had like penetrative sex or if he's never whatever fooled around at all, or I didn't get clarification. I mean, at this point we can all assume that maybe he's been ballsy enough to, to flirt or like to do similar things, but I didn't clarify with him. So he tells me that he's never been with a man before. He remembered having feelings when he was young, but his culture, he's not allowed to. And I share an anecdote with him that, you know, you're not the first closeted Jewish man that I've hooked up with. And that's another story. But um, he, you know, is does, does it involve another near abduction? No, there's no van or hammers involved in the other one. Okay. And uh, he was super surprised by that, though. Like he was earnestly like, what? And I'm like, duh. And I, well, you know, not to be rude, but I was like, there's it's, you know, a percentage of the population and it doesn't you know, matter what religion or, or culture you're from. Like it's still going to it's still there. And he's like, yeah, we just don't talk about it and we're absolutely not allowed to. And I forgot to mention to him all the stories that I've heard about, like the Turkish baths and things where like, you know, Orthodox men will go there together and just to kind of get off. But it's not really breaking the rules if it's because of like a masseuse or something, you know, like there's like a like I've heard stories that I thought I could share with him that would be helpful to him. But I neglected to. But I still, you know, we're asking questions. I'm like, so what is your vibe? What's, you know, I hope this is okay. Da, 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 da. And he, I also am like, what's your name? And he tells me, and I won't say it, but no, he, don't. no. And, um, it was Ben Platt. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, and I, you know, I kind of just wanted to make sure that he wasn't, there's always that feeling like after a person does something gay and they're closeted, maybe they just feel like extreme shame sure. or anger or something. And you know, that still crossed my mind. So I'm kind of on, you know, defense mode a little bit, but I'm kind of interviewing him for eight minutes of what that's about. And I was, you know, also sharing with him that ah, I wish this was as easy for you as it is for me. I can, you know, let someone know that I have an attraction to them. And, uh, depending on what the vibe is, things go from there. Um, and for you that there's so many more obstacles and I kind of just hope that whatever you do, that you find a way to be yourself and be happy. And it was so like received I felt. And he was just, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know what's ahead and kind of honest about the fact that he is involved in a culture that even though he knows it doesn't um, help him be himself, that doesn't mean you can just leave. That's not that easy. And I, you know, I don't know. I had like a lot of respect for, him honestly he just is is living a life that i can't relate to and still doing his best like everybody so in conclusion um turned out great turned out i am not convinced this is the first time that's happened no me neither it feels like when the the series of can i ask a question can i ask a question question? that feels like a routine so so that's another thing that he brought up on our drive back actually he's like yeah you know i don't know if i committed a crime just now and i mean like jacking off in public probably (laughs) no 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 no. i don't think you're in public i think you can do it in your car okay i'm not sure because if people Mm. you can't just like drive around jacking off people can see you sometimes oh I'm in trouble. <laughs> anyway, he was thinking that he sexually harassed me just by 
telling me that I was attractive. Like he was, he was like convinced. He's like, I don't know what the laws are. I really don't know if I sexually harassed you, if someone can charge me for asking a question or for charge me for like expressing that I'm attracted to them. Cause I don't know. It's very like, it's not a situation that comes up in my community. So we don't have conversations about it. I'm like, you can look up the law, but, um, but I still believed him. And it sounded like, you know, he earnestly, you know, no, that's not a good joke. I was <laughs> you don't know a lawyer. Oh, God. <laughs> damn it. I might leave that in. Okay. We'll leave a timestamp here just in case. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I believe that he's, he, he was coming from a place of, 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 of naivety and kind of insecurity. And I felt fine being his one off. Cause we didn't, my, I've told the story to a couple people and they're always like, Oh my God, did you get his number? Mm. And no, all we were, all we traded was first names and now every time that I'm, you know, in the park, I do check for a van. I'm like, oh, I wonder when I'm going to, if I, if I ever see that person event again, my fantasy is that I'll be at Metropolitan or Phoenix bar. I'll be at a gay bar in New York city and I'll look up and he, I'll recognize his face perhaps. And he's, you know, and he's, he's still exploring who he is and having a good time and, in kind of, uh, figuring out how to fulfill his, his himself. Sorry, time after time was just playing in my mind. Um, great. So the, the we, yes, mm-hmm. I am glad if at face value this was a, a repressed, a person who felt repressed in their sexuality yes. getting to have an experience. And maybe that experience um, encourages them to move further along their journey or at least gives them uh, momentary relief mm-hmm. and will certainly be a very pleasant memory for them. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, this is a, a, a racket run by somebody who does this normally, mm-hmm. probably still isn't out and probably still doesn't have a great you know relationship with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and See, you yeah. didn't, but even in that case, still, I guess, okay. Um, in, in either situation, you didn't get murdered, which was yeah. a very real possibility. Yeah. Um, so uh, during the break, we're going to uh, contemplate um, mm-hmm. mortality. And when we're back, we're going to get to swiping to see if we can get me almost murdered too. Thanks, you guys. In a post-pandemic world... Uh, Omicron variant aside, uh, I've really prioritized self-care. I don't think I was doing a lot of it during the pandemic, though that whole period of time is quite hazy. Uh, I definitely wasn't washing my face every morning like I used to. I definitely wasn't moisturizing like I used to. Certainly wasn't brushing my hair or making my bed. And I've really made an effort post-pandemic to like get back into good habits. And one of those you know good habits, honestly, is skincare, which is why I'm very happy to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Aaron Carr. Aaron Carr reinvents natural skincare with daisy flower, aloe, willow bark, marine algae, and green tea to brighten, lighten, hydrate, tone, and cleanse. They've upped the ante with safe, clinically proven ingredients like peptides, hyaluronic acid, and antioxidants because, darlings, natural ingredients simply can't work alone. The result is a universal skincare line that addresses conditions ranging from acne to aging with superstar, non-irritating, natural, and clinical actives for every skin type. And of course, they are cruelty-free and their products are never tested on animals. 
So darlings, here's your chance to have your cake and eat it too. You can indulge your skin with top-of-the-line naturals and keep it healthy with top-of-the-line science. Hashtag trust science. Some secrets are just too good to keep, so you can share Erin Carr with your friends and family and become a skincare hero. For great skincare solutions, go to erincarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Because of your support, they support us. So, I mean, my, I didn't, I don't do a lot of this now. Mm-hmm. But what I did in that class, I felt like the story like would just be accentuated by it. I had some fun with sound effects in that story. <laughs> and I remember going on my like sound effects library and like trying to find a jackhammer <laughs> and trying to find uh, – I did a couple in a few other segments and then I just got lazy and I stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, but that one, playing that jackhammer, I also remember – yeah, the, what 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 if he had a hammer? That what if he had a jackhammer? Right, right, that's, right. That's the best for me. That's the best part of the story. The story is wild. Right. Uh, it has led to minivan jokes aplenty. Cocaine penis has has appeared multiple times mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and I do hope uh, Shia or whatever his name is uh, <laughs> is out there. You know, just in his minivan of love, having a great time. Yeah, I hope so too. It's one of my favorite moments. We we have a lot of really great guests. Yes. And all of our guests have been great. All of our guests have been fun. Yeah. They get to pick what they want to do. I love playing a game with a professional comedian. Oh, oh absolutely. Because playing a game with anybody, with a friend, with, you know, that it's always fun and it's always funny. But there's, I always feel like on edge and sort of like I got to level up mm-hmm. because this is someone who like improvs for a living or does stand up for a living. Oh, or yeah. Like, and I'm just like. I, I need to, like, be on my fucking best. Yeah. And I feel like you and I hold our own on these. I feel like, yeah, it's never... It feels a little dangerous. Sure, sure. Like, I'm not so confident that I'm like, yeah, this is what No, I, no, 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 not at all. No, but it, it, it the game raising that I feel from people who yes. are so sharp and so quick, it's inspiring. And someone who really raised our game was Oscar Montoya. Oh, hell yeah. His good giving in game. It is... Pr- I... And I remember from it, we kept... We couldn't get to the game because we kept talking about other things and making <laughs> jokes and riffing and laughing. I just remember laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. I remember like, we've got to get to this game. We've got to get to this game. <laughs> and then playing the game and him just being so, you know, yes, doing doing the improv thing. Yes, ending everything. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it actually made me kind of, you know, in this post-pandemic world, maybe I want to sign up and do an improv class because I had so much fun doing it. Yes. Um. And, you know, I'm an aficionado at role play, so it's right up my alley. Hmm. Um, it'll be weird to, to to do a scene with someone and not get fucked, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm willing to try. Like, Jack, put that boner away. This is about going to the bank. <laughs> Jack, we really love you having this class, and we think you really do a great job, but um, you are visibly erect <laughs> during the entire thing, <laughs> and it's become a problem. Uh, so enjoy my one of my absolute favorite guest segments, the Good Giving in Game I believe this is episode somewhere around like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar Montoya. Oh, that's good. See, you know how to play the game. Yes, yeah. you have to mentor someone to get the good at it. That's right. Mentor yes. someone in bottoming. In that's, bottoming. That's also a video that I've watched. Um, <laughs> so, okay, we've got to get this <laughs> Let's play game. the game already. Got to do this game. So you are currently looking for your next bottom, America's Next Top Bottom. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do with this game, good giving in game, we've only ever played it once before with mono. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you the opportunity to hook up with three 
uh, celebrities or even just um, noteworthy people that our other subscribers may may have heard of, just so Love it's it. fun for everybody. And you get to pick whoever they are. Um, uh, we'll give you some light categories, and we're going to give you the opportunity to have whatever kind of sex you want to have with this person. However, Ooh. they have a very specific... Uh, kink or fetish that they're going to ask mm-hmm. you to participate in and you've got to weigh the options and decide are you good giving in game uh, copyright Dan Savage term <laughs> true true yes true. the father of sex yes, yes. Like well he this is something for he says that all the time so I don't want to make it sound like right. he came up with it no 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 I, and honestly like yes yes respect your elders please <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's right it's references um respect your elders is also a porn I would star in so um <laughs> Um, so, okay, so we need to pick our celebrities to start <laughs> mm-hmm. for good giving uh-huh. in games. So for the first one, Oscar, we are going to ask okay. for an actor or actress uh, of your <laughs> actor of your choosing. Okay, so I have weird tastes in men. Um, Everybody has my, different my, tastes. My celebrity crushes are a little uh, left of center. Uh, my ultimate crush, like my ultimate, like the love of my life celebrity crush is... David Schwimmer. Cool. Really? Absolutely. If I can find literally someone who is, and the thing is, like, with David Schwimmer, especially, like, the Ross character on Friends, Mm -hmm. he's so Mm off-putting. So many people, like, just don't like Ross. I love that personality. Like, a little whiny. (laughs) Sure. I love a negative, like, whiny, uh, like, Nerd, like I, I that's I, I, t- I tend to gravitate towards that type. Mm. And aesthetically so. speaking, David, David Schwimmer does have it all for me. Oh, I love that. Yes, I, yes, I see. <laughs> I mean, I'm not no, 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 there's taste. judgment in that, yes, babe. Uh, there is, please, uh, uh, please specify Break everything you said about the personality me. of the character, yes. Uh, <laughs> not, not my, not the look for me. Sure. But everything you said about who that character is, absolutely. For that, for me, I characterize that into, I like a short, muscly, um, neurotic Jewish man. Yes. And th- th- I mean, that is a type A. That is, there is. Unless, especially if he's a little there. bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David Schwimmer's mm-hmm. cute. I, I, I he's not not cute. No, yeah. no, no. I don't think it's a wrong answer at all. It's a good one. All right, so we have our actor. Um, let's go into the realm of music. So this could be music. a singer, a musician of any sort, just anything in the realm of music. Oh boy, music. Okay, here we go. Uh, Rivers Cuomo. I'm. <laughs> I mean, that is my. Uh, I I I truly love okay. him. So, JJ and I both just mouth to ourselves. The the lead singer of of Weezer is. So, we have to look this person up. (laughs) We do. Wait, you guys. Oh, no, hold on. Okay, just just think the epitome of nerds. Weezer. Okay, there we go. Oh, Oh, God. Okay, okay. sorry. I just didn't know his name. Yes. Weezer. No one does. It, honestly, it's totally fine. I don't think he even... Okay, perfect. It. Thank you. Okay. Which, which actually, I wanted to bring this up. We mentioned this in the pre-roll. So while we're on the con- subject of music, mm-hmm. so Oscar and mm-hmm. Mono host Podcast Killed the Video Star, which right. is a great podcast about music videos. And they dedicated the month of June to Janet Jackson Uh-oh. and called it Junet. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Because as you know, JJ, I am the number one Janet Jackson fan of all time. Oscar, his bedroom literally has her album covers wow, all over the place. Okay. Met her at the Vegas show. I, that makes she was me lovely. Gave happy. her a nice big hug. Truly. She was very sweet. 
Oh, smelled her. Man, does she smell like a rich <gasps> lady. Met uh, her. <laughs> uh, soft, <laughs> lovely, sweet, wonderful. Okay. Anyway, but I know every piece of choreography mm-hmm. to every dance. Crazy fan. Crazy, crazy mm-hmm. fan. However, standing in that line for the meet and greet, I saw real crazy fans, like people who were literally covered in Janet tattoos. Wow. And then it was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, because I'm a Star Trek fan, so it was like when I went to a Star Trek convention, I was like, oh, but I don't speak Klingon. Sure. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Right. That's how it felt. Good. Isn't it so funny? Yeah, it's so funny (laughs) with, like, geek culture, because I feel like I'm very embedded in that uh, world, the geek culture world. Like, you think you're, like, the biggest Mm. blank fan. Like, for me, I love the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, that was, like, my first absolute Mm -hmm. obsession growing up as a kid just like being so obsessed with the power rangers and like i have a power rangers tattoo and i was like i'm literally the biggest and then fan ever but babe i went to like this uh power rangers convention and i was like the the fucking yokel at the convention i didn't know shit i didn't know nothing i would i didn't know who the fourth uh extra in that episode was like at like everybody else did i was like oh Y'all really go wow. out, huh? Okay. So, Had, you know, it, there is tears and like, you think you might be the mm. ultimate? Had, baby, had the exact, tell you. There's exact same thing at a Star Trek convention. Uh, I thought I was, I, I was like 14. I thought I was the number one next generation fan. And then I get in some trivia contest. First question, what was the name of the alien child on the planet oh. in Pen Pals? And I was like, uh, oh. <laughs> turns out her name is Sarjanka and I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Aww. But... Anyway, so, but the beef I want to pick with you about uh, Janet is there were several times where I was screaming um, on a public transit, uh, on a city bike, you know, when I'm listening to to the podcast, Home Alone in My Apartment, with you two stumbling over a Janet fact and not knowing the answer to it and me screaming the answer. And the number one thing I was pissed off about, I got to tell you, neither of you knew who Gil Deldalawa was. I've never even heard that name before. I'm in arm's reach of is Jack. Janet's best friend. Okay. Since the Velvet Rope in the Together Again video. Cute. Choreographed everything from Demita Joe forward. Okay. Creative director to all of her tours. Nickname no Keisha. And whenever she says, hey, Keisha, in a song, it's him. Wow. Best friends. And there's a huge fight in the Janet community because people think, people blame him for her not as having much success after the Super Bowl because they don't like his choreography. Uh, I will forever tell you. All night I is love great. His choreography. Did he choreograph, uh, nothing, really he choreograph uh, nothing really matters? How dare you say a Madonna song? That is doesn't really matter. No, 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 no. no. Oh, <laughs> nothing really matters is the kimono you did, didn't. Honestly, right, right. You're treading dangerous waters. Like, no, it's okay. Well, it's okay. We didn't get to our game. Know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've got to get to this game. <laughs> so we need a third yes. uh, person. So this is a wild card. Yeah. This is living or dead, but just some person of note. They can be They can be another actor or musician. They can be a politician. They can be um, a reality star. They can be a sports person. This is pure wild card, living or dead. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to put... Oh, God. Okay, uh, well... The name popped up in my mind, so this is somebody else that I'm uh, completely obsessed with, and it's <laughs> okay. Chris Parnell. Uh, um, uh, 
Dr. Spichemin. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. Yes, that that guy. Also, you know, on SNL, voice on Archer. Oh, Cyril. I love him as Cyril. Oh, God. I, I want to marry him. I, I want my Got husband it. to be Chris Parnell. And also, he's like an introvert. He's like very shy. I love, love cool. shy guys. I have a very clear picture of your taste, Oscar. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Because of how, how deep mm, of cuts mm-hmm. these people are and how off the radar are, it just really articulates you. Well, yeah. I put them on a, I can put them on a map. Like, they all fit together. Yeah, I agree. They all fit together. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to do a random ass, like, sure. geez, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, I have a very, very selective group. Mm. Of men okay. So we're going to, we're going to take we'll a, a brief fuck. moment just to match these people up with our scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We agree. Um, okay. We agree. So here we go. And the game begins. So Oscar, congratulations. You have just gotten a really great high paying gig to punch up the scripts to a brand new rom-com called Improvise this. It is a uh, rom-com where two, a couple meets. Um, it's a gay couple, and they meet through uh, taking an improv class together. They have hired three people who do not do improv, nor are gay, to be in this movie because welcome to Hollywood. Um, exactly. Right. The <laughs> right, movie exactly. stars David Schwimmer, Rivers Cuomo, and Chris Parnell. Oh. Oh, no. I don't know if I take that job. Would be so, um, as part of the job, they are actually asking you, as a, a, a comedian of notes, to actually come in. They want to speak with you about sort of like improvisation, and some of them have done it a little bit, some of them haven't done it at all, and they really want a, an expert to walk them through it. But as um, a, as you're one, on, you're having one-on-one meetings this day with them as they come in to talk to you about improv, and you know the first person who comes in. Um, Rivers Cuomo, um, he's a little flirty. Like you pick up on it. There's a vibe. Oh, I'm catching vibes. There's a vibe. The vibe is is lit. It's a real mood, and it's fire. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, Jack. <laughs> My 38 year old brain just exploded. He did great. He did great, everyone. <laughs> I was like, That's someone's right. been on support of comments time. only. Okay. Right. <laughs> Jack exits the chat. So. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rivers Cuomo, you're sensing a vibe, and it gets a little flirty. You give a little flirt back because you've always had a crush on him. He's got a fat ass that you're mm. very interested in. And to that, my God, to that point, he um, offers it to you. <sighs> juicy ass, it's juicy ass. However, oh my God, he lets you know that you know. Oh no, he is right away. He he he. he Right away. Like right away. He'll be like, you can have this he, ass He just lets you know that, you know, he's, he okay. typically is with women. Mm. And uh, I don't know his marital status. Okay. I, I, but if he is married, he has permission to engage in the occasional uh, homosexual dalliance because it's part of his identity. And he has a very supportive uh, wife. Mm. Okay. However, it's his homosexuality or his, his, his interest in men is tied to a very specific scenario because it ties back to something that happened to him at an airport. Um, he got very aroused when going through TSA. So he needs you in order to have have the best time <laughs> to role play the TSA agent. But specifically, he is going to come um, pre-stuffed with contraband. And you will have to remove each item and say, at the removal of each, well, what do we have here? <laughs> 
Yes. Mm. And deliver it just like that. The delivery is important to his erection. Mm. Um, yes, yes, yes. Oscar, are you good giving yes, game? Yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love me? when the person has no reservations. No, there was zero second pause. Oh, not at all. Oh my God. Hello. Like this is good. fun and silly. Ooh. Silly. Why? Let's yeah. Let's let's normalize having. We silly were literally sex. just talking about. We so were. This is perfect. So. Like, why can't we have a bit of sense of humor when we're fucking each other? Like, this is, like, sex. Oh, my God. Why sex have to be such a serious what? fucking thing? And some people cannot handle silly. Ooh, some people cannot handle silly at all. They have to be in this weird, like, alpha or beta character that's, like, you know, talking about bussies and mussies or whatever. You know, and you're just like, yeah. what? Yeah, Literally I mean, you what? know. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's like I agree. fully have fun with this. So, like, yeah, so I, I, since you're fully into yeah, it, it and not even concerned yeah. about you know, what yeah. it is that's going to be coming out of the um, coming out of the magician's hat, um, <laughs> what like do you have any items that you would like to specially request? Because oh. he's excited you're into it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully into it. I would love to see a Got bong it. Beautiful, somewhere beautiful. in there. Got it. <laughs> A big elaborate mm-hmm. bong. The more elaborate, the better. Uh, one of those, like, is it? A, it's one of those, like, games. Uh, is it a statue or is it a bong? Sort of. Um, uh, definitely a vape pen. Just wow. like inserted up his. Okay, anus. I'm getting the sense that you just um, want to get high. That I will have to like pull out. <laughs> what? Like, it makes a perfect circle. <laughs> I want to see a bong. Well, I want to see a vape pen. I want to see a dime bag. It's got to be contraband at the airport. It's, it's yeah, exactly. Be, it's part of the fantasy. Oh, like he I was, was thinking this stuff. I was thinking about Mary Poppins' purse, lamp, oh. car keys, um, small child, club, another club, oh, club, a, back oh, in the bus, see, another club. I see. Okay, I'm. The bo- both make sense. Okay, both make sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Both make sense. You know, now I'm thinking like, oh my god, are we getting animals involved? Like oh, animals no. that shouldn't be there. You know, like a West African <laughs> wow. toad or something, or like living on the edge. Bear. Um, All right. Well, after the um, after you so graciously and enthusiastically agreed to participate in this, you've had a full TSA adventure. You're you're absolutely spent, but you got to rush him out because. Will I have to buy? Will I have to buy the outfit? Will I have to buy the TSA outfit? Trust that he has everything you need. It's in his suitcase everywhere he goes. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. He is ready, and it okay, fits great. like a great. glove. So let's. Yeah. So so we've rushed Rivers out of fantastic. the office because you're realizing you know you had so much fun playing TSA that mm. uh oh you are nearly late for your um, meeting ed- with Chris Parnell. Yes. <gasps> and Chris Parnell, <gasps> being known for voicing a couple beloved animated characters, was uh, interested in talking to you about developing his character for this particular project. Maybe playing around with different voices, maybe mm-hmm. playing around with just different walks, just kind of picking your brain about certain things. And as you guys are kind of trying things out, he also gets a little flirty with his hands. He shows you where his hips would rock as he walks by putting his hands on your hip. And you, you feel that kind of kinetic, that electricity kind of sparking between you. And it goes there. He turns you around and says, I want to do this. And you lock the door. And now he stops everything and, and says, you know what? I've also got a condition as far as as far as everything goes. He talked about it with Rivers in the hallway. Rivers. Wait, what do you mean he also? Yeah, Rivers ran out oh, and was like, dude, this guy's game for anything. He yes. didn't even How ask a know? question. 
That man <laughs> yes. is a so <laughs> so our, our gentleman Chris Parnell, he's in to a, a little bit of like a delayed gratification. He likes to ask a little bit before he receives whatever uh, a gift that he gets. Before he unzips your pants, maybe he's going to ask. Before he takes off your shirt, he just wants to ask because he wants a little like, bit of dom sub, a little dom sub, a little bit of delayed gratification, and it's just kind of this kind of fluid, sexy, and movement. a lot of consent, and a lot of consent for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is nice. And 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 and. In order for him to ask you to, to keep going, to move on to the next step, he has to get in a particular voice and go, Mommy, please, for every single step. Mommy, please? Mommy, please. Mommy, please. So for, give me an example. Like if he were to ask me to take off my belt, for example, mm. how, would, how would he ask that question? Can you take your belt off, Mommy, Mommy, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the full line, not just, you know, Mom, the Mommy, please interesting. part. Interesting. Yeah. A mo- and mommy. It, it's not. Okay. So I'm a mo- mommy. Right. You okay. might have to take on a bit of that character as well. Right. Okay. 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 Um, you good giving in game? Okay. This one's like a little more challenging. Ooh. This one I would have to like think a little bit, but I would say yes. I'd be like, <laughs> there you come go. to mama. Listen. If mama I mean- got a lot of clothes on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how you play along. JJ, quick sidebar. JJ, we are asking the wrong people to play this game because everyone we have play this game will literally do anything for the dick. Exactly. It's okay. I'm still here for it. I'm enjoying this. All right. I'm like, we just got to up the ante. Next time that Oscar's on, we just have to really make this game dark as fuck or something. Well, let's see. Yeah, this shit, you, you softball it <laughs> now. What? <laughs> Apparently. Well, let's see if I can, let's see if I can take it there. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh-oh. We have our final appointment of the day. So, so baby has left and mommy is exhausted, but not too exhausted for his ultimate celebrity crush, David Schwimmer. Oh my God. David Schwimmer enters and again, like all the others, he's horny. So everyone, it's post pandemic. Everyone's just so horny and there's no pretense. There's no, there's no game. There's no, he's just, he's making bedroom eyes from the moment he walks in the door. You can't believe it's happening. It is happening. Yeah. And it's 2021. We don't mince words anymore. No. And based (laughs) on your previous experiences, you actually ask him, like, is there anything special? I get bold. That Mm -hmm. you want? Cause, cause you know, I've just been subject to a lot of special requests and he's like, Mm -hmm. no, I just, I just want to have sex. Like, I just think it'd be fun. And you're oh and now you feel embarrassed because like you brought something up that obviously wasn't even on, you were just expecting you know third time's a charm, uh, and it's great you just know that this is going to be it. Okay. However, he he wants your help on something as well in a professional capacity. He has written a new script that he would like you to join him as a co-writer. Uh, he already has the financial backing. He's got some producers who are very interested. He has written. David Schwimmer has written. A movie called Black Lives Matter. Oh my God. Oh no. It tells the story. Oh no. Okay. It tells the story of a young, white, gay twink who actually ends up starting the movement. Oh. Played by Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God. It's Stonewall all over again. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. He's super excited about it. He even he he's a Photoshop queen. He went on. He has the poster. It's it's Timothy <laughs> oh, Chalamet no. raising a fist. Oh, David. It says Black Lives Matter, and the tagline is "You're welcome." Ew, David. Oh, 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 okay. oh no. 
And he shows me this. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, he shows you his uh, big juicy ass. Oh. You still doing He's it? He's not like, there's no sense of uh, self-awareness at all. No mm-hmm. sense of like, oh my God, this is, okay, I recognize how silly this is. He is nothing. He, He's he like is truly... deeply passionate about this project. He saw the Imagine video and he said to himself, oh my God. it's my turn. Oh. It's David's turn. So the caveat is is <laughs> what well, is it like? You no, know, he I just wants to have sex. Fuck him. I, no, okay, there's no, there's no exchange. The he he wants to have sex. He's just shared with you that he would like your help on this very special. Pro- he felt very close and vulnerable to you, so he wanted to share with you something he cares very passionately about. Right. It just for the sake of the relationship, sex would. Uh, if you were to not have sex, then maybe the other projects. You know, it, it's it, or if you didn't want to help with the project, then maybe sex wouldn't happen. Oh my god, this one's tough. Holy (laughs) fuck, we did it, we did it! (laughs) This one's tough! (laughs) Okay, because, um, here, oh god. Hmm. Now I'm trying to think, like, have I ever hooked up with someone that I thought, oh my god, well, (laughs) oof, I did, well, you know, mm, I did hook up with someone that I found out was a Republican after... Hmm. The fact only because I saw his phone and his he had a picture of Trump on his phone. <gasps> oh, um, terrifying. Oh, God. And I felt disgusting. And based on that experience alone, I don't think I could honestly, mechanically speaking, mm. have sex with David Schwimmer. Mm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we and, have- and trust me, I would. I would I would try. I would want to so hard. I mean, the animal part of me would be like, come on, this is <laughs> You would never get this opportunity ever again. David Schwimmer just really just showing his ass to you? Are you kidding me? But mechanically speaking, my dude mm. would be like, girl, you know that this is this is no, a no zone for you. Babe. Listen, a man of integrity, Oscar Montoya. That's right. We, JJ, we have finally done it. We have gotten someone to repel <laughs> you know their ultimate crush. Their ultimate crush. And it, it was, oh, the arc of it was perfect. I, yeah. I didn't know if we were going to do it. It feels good. It's like when you crush someone's dream. Oh, thank God. But luckily, I mean, luckily he's not like that. This is not no, who David Schwimmer is at all. Okay, so this is our disclaimer of this of course, game. We of do course. not know any of these celebrities. No. We do not think any of these celebrities no. have uh, any interest in any of the things we've just made up for them. Please do not sue us. This is all comedy. And Listen, uh, I also don't want to be greedy. It's like I've already had Chris Parnell. You know what I mean? I've already had Rivers Cuomo. Mm. To have David Schwimmer would be simply too much. I don't oh. want to overindulge. That's considered as fuck. I- I'm here for it too. Well, you know what? Two out of three, I would still say, at the end of the day, the winner is, is Oscar is the winner. game. Absolutely. Good Sex job, Oscar. Positive. Sex positive. Yes. <laughs> Down to clown, wants to have a good time, wants to laugh. Oscar, where if if surely all of our subscribers are going to want to follow your other podcasts and check out what you're doing, where can the people find you on the internet? Oh, it's quite simple. All you have to do is go to Instagram or Twitter, or both, honestly, and follow me at Ozzymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, to just check up on what I'm doing. <laughs> just check up on me. <laughs> uh, watch it while you check DM up on me, her. Slide into my DMs and be like, you okay, babe? And then, you know, maybe have a conversation going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, send them some Janet choreography. You know. That's right, especially if you Please have- do. Yeah. Nothing would make me happier. If you have the likeness of David Schwimmer, you get in the front of line. Oh, my God, stop. Could you imagine? Mm. Could well, you imagine if this is how I find my boyfriend? Oh, 
Oh my God, what an honor. I swear to God, if this podcast leads to other people getting boyfriends <laughs> and me still sitting here dying alone with this 26-year-old crystal-charging motherfucker, I swear to God. That is exactly how this story plays out. I hope you know. It's crazy. It's my own personal hell. We're doing it. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this to either leave you with some love and light or pick a fight. Yay! Oh, that was so fun. All right, this might be stupid of me, but bear with me. When I use a new skincare product, um, not only do I have to like see results after a period of time, but I also have to, I want to feel it working. Like when I put it on my skin, I want to like physically feel something to tell me that like it's doing something. It's probably uh, completely, you know, it's probably all in my mind, but uh, I like it, and that's my vibe. Don't judge me. That's my journey. And one of the things that I, one of the other products from Aaron Carr that I have incorporated into my normal routine is their peptide serum for creases, crow's feet, and laugh lines, which, um, you know, I once had someone, I have, again, brag, I have always been told I look younger than I am, especially without the beard. Um, and there was this friend, former friend, for reasons that are about to become clear, who who said to me, oh my God, you look so young. And then he said something funny and I laughed. He was like, oh, and then you smile. <laughs> to let me know that when I expressed human emotion, I revealed my age. Uh, because of that, uh, I have been uh, very careful to make sure to take care of my eyes, my crow's feet, my creases. Not because I give a shit about aging. I actually, I actually like myself better as I age. And... I think I've grown into my looks. Anyway, that's not what this is about. This is about Aaron Carr's peptide serum. And what I like about it is, one, it works. Two, you feel it when you put it on. Like, you know there's some sort of chemical reaction, some sort of tightening, some sort of filling, some sort of something going on when you put it on because it's just that little tingle that's like right around your eyes. Um, So I do this several times a week. Uh, Maybe every other day I do it. Um, I just... It's a tiny little bit. You just rub it around your your uh, for me crow's feet and laugh lines because we also in my family. Every you look at every older person in my family, and we just have the well one jowls, which ugh, and two this like crease that goes from like the inside, like your inner eye point down the side of your nose. There's like this deep dark crease that we all get. So I've been working on that with this, and I have seen improvement. So. If that's something you struggle with as well, I would recommend Aaron Carr's Peptide Serum, which you can get at AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Your support for them means that uh, they continue supporting the podcast. So thank you. So that's the end of part one of our little clip show. Um uh, we're gonna we're gonna close it out. So on Instagram, if you follow us on Instagram, every week to promote to promote to promote <laughs> to promote the episode, we do a um, a a clip that while I'm editing the, the I'm editing the episode and something makes me laugh out loud, I put a pin in it. And I'm like that should that should be the the lead in to promote that the episode's out. Yeah. Um. So here is a a montage. A clip, a clip extravaganza of the favorite moments that I had while editing from our first batch of episodes. I had a, I was very, I'm very well rested. I kind of slept like the dead last night because JJ and I were filming a music video all day yesterday. So I came home and just 
like like the dead. There's so. literally still glitter on his face that I'm looking at right now. <laughs> there is glitter all over this apartment. There's yeah. glitter on my dog. You. <laughs> um, uh, there's probably glitter in in every orifice. Definitely, there's glitter in my pubes this morning for sure. <laughs> I took a shower, but they just kind of got caught. Which gl- glitter pubes was my original grinder handle. Aww. So that's <laughs> callbacks. <it's> callbacks. <laughs> He's a fuckboy, and I mean, I... he's definitely like giving bedroom eyes in his photos. He's definitely yeah, like, yeah. that's cool. One of his photos is literally just a down shot at his crotch. His crotch, because his feet are in the pool. Look at his feet in the pool. I will fuck this person. <laughs> All right, we oh look, we we swiped right. Was that our first right? Uh, I've definitely sexted with like videos and pictures exchanged but sure. i i'm trying to think if i've done like a live facetime moment probably i if i have it was i could count on one hand probably and i don't i think it's just like it's hard to get angles right whenever you're holding the phone like it's a i don't know maybe Girl, you're an actor you don't have a you don't have a tripod for I, self-taping uh, <laughs> i do what a production just to get a nut though i'm kind of i don't know maybe that just makes me lazy or i just I think I turn on the ring light. I turn on. I turn on the wind machine. God. Like it is. It is a full. It is a no, full production. No, no. I might turn on a desk lamp. I'll be like, this is nice, right? Like, some got a hair light. light. I've got a key light. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I definitely. I color grade it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, I do that too. I just started doing that. Not even kidding. I will take a photo with with. I have an iPhone, and then if you go into edit and really play with like the warmth yeah. and some contrasty stuff, it uh-huh. really. Oh my gosh, like a good nude. It makes a huge difference. Oh, for sure. Never like occurred to me until I would say within the last month. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I need to like up the saturation on all of my nudes a little bit. Like not yeah. crazy. Don't make them look. I like... need to up. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nude saturation. Yeah. I'm upping the nude saturation of my. Corey, you're not in the hinge profile. You do have a shirtless picture, but it is your your arm is blocking. Most of you. It's I, a nice arm, though. You, yeah, it is a nice arm. But you have a great body. I'm going to suggest that uh, you swap that out for something a little a little more revealing because uh, that is definitely one of your many assets. Jack has the appetite for revealing, but on the same uh, photo, I'll say that I do like... There's a little mystery. Where are the whole pics? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little mystery, so maybe not immediately. But, um... There was a guy in another music video who I was interested in. And again, my rule, if you're working for me, no. Yeah. Because I don't want you to feel like you have to. No, of course. Because I'm, I'm holding a paycheck. Yeah. So we're done. Okay. It's over. Yeah. I send like a message. Like he, he sends a message. I had so much fun today, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I send a message saying, this was really great. Um, uh, but I have to tell you, I think you're really cute and really nice. Um, if you'd like to go on a date, if you'd like to hang out sometime, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we can uh, uh, keep it purely professional. Uh, no hard feelings. Okay. And he wrote back, purely professional, please. Okay. And I'll never hire him again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. Uh... I just feel slighted. It's just like, oh, okay. You know, we've known each other a long time, and mm-hmm. I care for you a great deal. But if I were on the edge of a volcano holding you and Maxie, oh my god, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a question. Oh my goodness, you guys. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know if I would go that far, Jack. If you're my dog and you, if Maxie was 
Uh, well, that's 14 years old yeah. and oh. one year away from possible yeah. death. Yeah. And I'm holding him and you. Still a dog. Oh, my God. Still a dog. All right. So we don't exactly agree. If Maxi is 22 years old, miraculously, <laughs> he is on. He has no legs left. It's just wheels. Oh, my God. And um, he is wheeled off of a cliff, and I'm holding him and my mother. You're, dog. like, holding his life as hostage. Like, he should be dead by then. He should, yeah. He, like, his expression on his face says, kill please, me. Please, please. Please end this. Oh, my He's, Lord. like, nodding his head like, you can let me go. It's That's time. And as I'm holding death. him and my own mother, him. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we are <laughs> still learning so much about I'm death. sorry. Mismatched libido. Oh. Which I have dated someone mm-hmm. with a mismatched libido, like a significant, not like I want it three times a week. Well, I want it four times a week. Like I'm a three to five times a week kind of guy. Nice. That's like my base level. Oh, right. Whereas he would would be like, oh, you know, I haven't seen you in two weeks. I haven't even jerked off since then. Oh, I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I've turned off twice already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I turned off my way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you finish that sentence, I got off. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm turning off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's... Bald and Beard is my favorite combo. I was going to say... Bald and Beard is my favorite combo. But, he, like, this is the generalization, too, on top of that. I feel like Bald and Beard, I get a really, like... I think your dick's going to look nice. Yeah. What is that? It's I don't know. Just a pattern that I've observed is bald with a beard. You have a nice penis. Maybe when your body stops producing hair, <laughs> it continues producing dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that that is good science, but you heard it here JJ, first. JJ, trust science. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, that sentence now exists in the world. I'm That's, proud of us. We're gonna clip that one. <laughs> That's going to the greatest oh compilation. My. Um, people do have different styles for how they attract people and how they seduce people. So like sort of taking, you know, a life full of anecdotes and then categorizing them into, you know, like, like buckets Mm -hmm. and putting, you know, a a map around it. Yeah. That feels grounded in at least some sort of (laughs) evidence. Right. Whereas like, well, because Jupiter was in the seventh (laughs) house, that means that, uh, my eyebrow itches. That's not... It. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this is a hill I will die on. Mm-hmm. We should not feel any differently about the flu. Yeah. Than we do chlamydia or gonorrhea. Yeah. If anything, I get more pissed off about getting a flu than I would about gonorrhea because I at least I earned it. <laughs> right. Because because I always I always wanted to kind of turn this into a stand up bit. It's like it's not <laughs> like you would be like like you have the flu, right? You were on a subway, weren't you? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, like it's because we're ju- it's the reason we feel differently about them is yeah. because we're judging the way in which you got it, right? Because we're saying there is something wrong with the way that you got it, because we're saying that there was something wrong with, with having sex. sex. Exactly. It's just prude brain. It's just like yep. the conditioning you have to fear. We start driving. We are going in a direction that is not the way that I told him I lived. So JJ, where? In the world, does this person take me? Oh my God! So we're leaving Georgetown. We're leaving Georgetown. Um, he took you to uh, the. He, he took you out to somewhere rural, somewhere like a, a woodsy area. 
Okay, Jack. So for, before I answer, I just want to say, I don't know what it is, <laughs> if it was the paste or what it is with the two of you uh, getting into vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like, JJ has this wild story yeah. of the back of a minivan, which was in our second episode. And now you're just getting into this guy's car. I don't know what they teach you down in Georgia. So my guess is... <laughs> anyway, so he comes over and we fool around and he has... In your definition, mm-hmm. an enormous wow. one. And unlike you, who thought, too big, too big to do this, okay. I thought, yeah. well, training starts today. I mean, I thought too big after we tried it, I think. Immediately, right. your eyes are bigger than your hole. <laughs> 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 my oh eyes my are God. bigger than my hole. Uh, <laughs> Which will be the name of my next DVD. <laughs> but I was excited on sight. Right. And then immediately after not being excellent at it, I was like, Nch, I want to see problem. the skit where it's the internal monologue between like your eyes and your hole oh, being no. like, girl, yes. I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, so I've decided I can no longer, and I'm, I'm sorry for this because I have a good time with him, but I can't go out with. Matt Blum anymore, friend of ours, Matt Blum, many music videos, including the feels where we're naked and all over each other. Um, (laughs) Which I directed. Which you directed, of course. I forgot about that. Um, um, I can't go out with him anymore because we are of a similar type Mm -hmm. and people find him much more attractive than me. And so every time we, excuse the, oh yeah. No, no, no. I say, oh yeah. Wait, hold on. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. Through my heart. Jack, Tracy, hold on. Let me clarify. I was saying, oh, yeah, because in my head, I was in that same experience with my friend group. In the break, I'll be hanging no. myself from the shower curtain. No, bitch. No, 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 no. I was in my head saying, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Big, way no, 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 no. Zero percent. I was thinking about how I'm with my friends and how there's always, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, now that we're all hanging out, we know who's going to get attention right. before the rest of us do. So it's like, it's like, 